Thank you for listening to the Merge Podcast, where biblical truth, life application, and encouragement intersects. I'm your host, George Mims, and it is my prayer that the next few minutes impacts your day for the better. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. This is George Mims, your host for the Merge Podcast. I'm excited to be able to share this first podcast with you to address a topic that uh, many people experience, but very few talk about, and that is a tendency to give up or throw in the towel. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're either working on a project, maybe in a classroom, maybe you're starting a new job, and your peers and those around you seem to be clicking and vibing and uh, in some cases outperforming you. Um, you know, it's in those moments and those times that 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 feeling of self-reflection comes in and you ask that question, man, you know, is this is this something I should stay involved with or am I contributing to the team? Um, I know I've experienced this personally um, several points throughout my life in my schooling, uh, graduate work. I've been in classes where it seems like everybody else is getting it except me. And I've been in corporate meetings where um, I've, I've participated on projects and um, you know, been a part of a team, but it just seems like, you know, I'm not really kind of getting it like everybody else is, or people seem to be jiving and clicking um, a lot harder and a lot more serious. You see, having come through these situations, my encouragement to you when that feeling comes in is to hold the course, hold the line and stay the course. There's a passage of scripture um, that speaks to this very challenge of staying the course when the pressures of giving up set in. It comes from a letter that the Apostle Paul, um, you know, the writer of the New Testament, who wrote to the Corinthian church, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, and he's writing it to encourage the church because the church was experiencing the pressures to fit into the popular dominant, dominant culture of the time. You see, because of his geographical position, Corinth was sort of the place to be. Um, if you were traveling from east to west in that area, all roads kind of traveled through Corinth. And so you had the well-to-do and those that had means and status that were there in Corinth. So imagine the small church trying to share a new gospel, something that you know wasn't prevalent or wasn't even present prior to the church being there. And so Paul is writing to them to stay the course. They face the pressures to give up. Here's what the scripture says. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse 24. He says, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you might obtain it. He says, every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we must do it to receive an imperishable wreath. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. Paul is saying that all of my efforts matter when you think about, I'm not just running to run. There, there are a few things I want to share with you that I think are places of encouragement that are relevant to the challenges that we face today. One is this, you and I, we must run to finish, run to finish. You remember the Apostle Paul says that there are many runners in the race, but everyone that's running is not running to win. So he says, run that you might obtain it. In other words, run in a special way. Your cadence and your stride, your reasons for running, your reasons for competing and participating are very well different than those that are around you. That word run that he uses is spoken in what's called the present imperative voice. 
it's a way of speaking. It's a Greek mode of speaking that implies there's something that's supposed to be done in the future and it's something that will require repetitive action. You see, implied in that is that you and I are going to face challenges to run. Sometimes we'll stumble. Paul is essentially saying, get back up, keep running. Some people will, instead of encouraging us, they'll discourage us. Paul says, look beyond that. Keep running. Keep going into this repetitive motion. You're going to have to run even when you fall and stumble, even when you're discouraged. He says, in this race, people are going to cross in the lane and, you know, cry foul against how we're performing or how we're getting involved or participating. The Apostle Paul says to keep running. It may be true that others are outpacing you. There may be classmates or colleagues that might be called to do other things, bigger, better, faster. But it doesn't mean that you're not running to win. It doesn't mean that you're lagging behind. The second thing that the Apostle Paul says is that you and I not only must run to finish, we must prepare to finish. Verse 25, he says that every athlete exercises self-control in all things. I remember back in my college days, I was afforded the privilege to be able to uh, run track and field at a Division One school. And I remember training with some of the best athletes in the world, many of which participated in the Olympics. And it was just an incredible experience. And I remember being in the best shape of my life. And, um, you know, after about a year or so of training, I remember between classes, I was hungry. There was a McDonald's close by. And I said, let me just kind of grab some fries. I am a uh, again, a sucker for the McDonald fries. And I, I remember getting a large fry and I was going back to class because I had practice later that afternoon. And I remember the fries were delicious going down, but they weren't as good coming back up. You see, when I got to practice that day, um, the fries that I'd ate earlier, I ended up regurgitating those back up. My body was in, in such great condition that even the slightest things those things that I used to love, those things that were good to me at one time, weren't so good to me when I was training to compete. The thing that, 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 that I ask you to focus on is what does it take to prepare to finish? If you're working on a project or you're involved with a, a friend circle or maybe you're starting your own business, the things that may be familiar with you that you used to do might not be the things that allow you to accomplish the things that God may be calling you to now or that are necessary to finish the race. And so the Apostle Paul says to this this church, he says that, you know what, you're in this place here, you're called for purpose, but you need to prepare to finish the race. And so in that preparation, remember the reasons for which you're running. Remember the reasons for which you're there at Corinth. It's the same encouragement for us today is that we cannot lose sight of why we're running in the first place. And so the message is to prepare to finish, not just run to win, but you and I must prepare to finish. The third thing that I share with you is that, um, and this is really important, is that you got to understand and determine what does finishing look like? There's a great, great scene, and you can find it on uh, YouTube or Google. Google the name uh, uh, Derek Redman. Derek Redman was a 400-meter British sprinter in the 92 Olympics. And prior to the 92 Olympics, his career was just plagued with injuries. And he was always trying to aspire to get to that, that pinnacle performance, which is the Olympics. And so 1992, he finally gets that opportunity. He's in the final heat. He had made the preliminaries. 
And so the gun goes off and he's blazing around the track and the 400 meters is just one time around the track and he's doing exceptionally well and he gets to that, 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 that last turn before he gets into the straightaway to see the finish line. And all of a sudden you see him, you know, it's, it's like he, he, he got a, a pain in his leg and in actuality he actually pulled a hamstring. And you, so you see Derek go down to the track and by the expression on his face, you know he's in excruciating pain off to the side, you see this old man coming out of the stands, running towards Derek. And so the Olympic officials try to restrain the man and prevent him from coming on the track, but they're unsuccessful. Well, it turns out that that old man was Derek's father. Derek's father was coming to, to his son's aid, but he was also coming to help his son finish the race. You see, Derek's goal wasn't just a medal. Derek's goal was to finish what he had started out to do many, many years ago when he competed, when his father took him to the tracks and he would have to run alone in preparation to get to this Olympic race. You see, Derek made it across the finish line. He didn't have his best uh, time in terms of the quarter mile. He didn't medal, but he finished the race. He and his dad, they hobbled across the line because he was determined, though he was disqualified, he was going to finish the race. So here's what I share with you that's really been an encouragement for me. Uh, before you think about giving up, ask yourself, why am I running? Why am I participating? Why am I in this new job? Why am I signing up for this additional project? Why am I running the race that is set before me? It's important that you clarify what the why is because you oftentimes have to remind yourself why you're involved in the first place. That will be the thing to carry you through the flat spots. The second thing is what does finishing look like? Some people say that, you know what, my goal is to get a big house or a new car or I want a job making a certain amount of money. Well, I can tell you is according to the word of God and the Apostle Paul, some people aspire for perishable reefs. Uh, but you and I must strive for those things that are imperishable. There's a joy and a satisfaction with accomplishing the things that God has called you to accomplish. And there's nothing like it. There's nothing that can replace that. doesn't mean that you quit your job or you drop the class. But what it does say is find that thing that's really driving you to accomplish the material goal and tether yourself to it. It's not the material goal, but it's oftentimes the thing that goes under the surface. It's the rationale for which you start the race. And the third thing that I, I say is to ask yourself, what do you need in order to finish a race? What does your preparation look like? Are there certain friends that you can't hang out with anymore that may discourage you more than they encourage you? Going into that new project, do you have to stay up late or start your days a little earlier? It might involve going to the library or finding uh, new additions to your friend circles, or maybe you have to go to the professor, or maybe you have to stay after work to make sure that the project is done in excellence. Whatever it is, find out what's necessary in order to prepare to finish the race and finish that race with excellence. I encourage you also to include in that preparation is to tune into the Merge podcast where you can get a regular encouragement and a regular word uh, from the Lord that will help you along the journeys for which God is calling you. Well, once you've got that clear and these things are clear in your mind as to why you're running and what does the finish look like and what does the preparation look like, I encourage you to tether yourself to that because discouragement and the winds of pressure are going to come. But again, you and I are not called to run as all runners run, but we are called to run to win. 
That's it for this broadcast. I appreciate your time. May God continue to bless you. And thank you for listening to the Merge Podcast. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've been encouraged by the message, will you consider becoming a regular supporter by sharing the podcast link with others you think could be blessed by it? And also click the support button to become a monthly supporter at the $9.99 or $4.99 level. Know that your support goes a long way in making sure that we can extend the podcast to literally millions of people across the internet who are desperately in need of encouragement. Thank you again for listening and be on the lookout for the next broadcast. Enjoy. Enjoy.